And now back to your regular programming. If you speak better to yourself. <laughs> you showed up for like probably the dumbest conversation we've ever had on this show. Let's have that smile again. Tell me how that happens. Physically should not happen. <laughs> Relax. If you say Give me uh as well. Three times a day. God will light it up. It's just an absolute hack. And it gets his ass kicked by the teammates every week. And, you know, it's just terrible. Welcome back to Hack City. I'm Joe DeLeon. Joining me as always, my former teammate, former roommate from the University of Rhode Island, Sean Anderson. Today, I almost forgot your name there for a second too, man. It is. I, I'm I'm running on low fumes because this is post-run. Uh, but today, we're going to be talking about what happened with Alabama. Kalen DeBoer, the head coach at Washington, taking over for the legendary Nick Saban. And then it sounds like as we're recording this, we're going off of the assumption that Jed Fish from Arizona is likely to be the next Washington head coach. By the time this is posted, it might actually be eventually finalized, but that seems to be the massive wave and how things are changing in the college football coaching carousel. We're going to be reacting reacting to all of that and more. Before we get to that, though, Sean, can you just share with our listeners a quick word from Bet Online. Yeah, Rafino and Joe is happy to be sponsored by Bet Online. Uh, Fuck and, I mean, you. <laughs> <laughs> NFL playoffs are taking place. <laughs> I had a nice, I, I'm keeping it simple for the playoffs. I had a nice Kansas City money line, and I knew Tyreek had to score. So we were able to get those, turn six bucks into 30 bucks. Happy about that. Uh, I mean, it's the NFL playoffs. The first round's not going to be great. There's going to be some more blowouts. That Bills Steelers game is going to be ugly. Take the under, but there's plenty of action to mess around with. We got a long weekend. People are going to be watching tons of ball. Head to Bet Online, get into the action. You see all the updated odds. Remember to use promo code Believe B L E A V to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you, Sean. It, it feels really weird. I know that a lot of people are off for Martin Luther King Jr. Day. But it feels really weird that they – I know that they have the shift because of weather stuff that there's like a midday-ish game with the Steelers versus the Bills. Yeah. I don't know about you. That's like a very just like weird, weird feeling going on on a Monday. A um, bit. You know, the weird feeling I'm getting is the shaved face because I, I, I like to just – you put it off 14 days, but this is a, a I, familiar I, sight for, for a while. I, for those who don't remember, Sean and I had a beard bet. We're not going to rehash any of that. I lost the bet. I had to keep the beard. After a certain period of time, I started trimming it. Even though Sean said I wasn't allowed to do that, I said, You aren't. You. And I did. And I kept it. And I was starting to like it. But then, for whatever reason, the last week I was just evaluating, I texted Sean and asked his thoughts on if I just did the mustache. Uh, and then I shaved it and only had the mustache texted you a picture, you responded with um, something that was very disheartening, and I knew that I just had to shave the whole thing. So we're back to square one. I'm kind of I, regretting it. I don't know if I like the... I think you should have given thing. it one shot for the show, just for the show, but I was having a discussion last night out at a bar, uh, and there was a bigger guy with just a mustache, and if you have dark hair also, if you're a big guy with just a mustache, you're going to look like John Candy. That's what you're going to look like. And you have to be ready for it. And the guy did, and he didn't know about it. And I didn't mm. have the heart to tell him. But he's going to figure that out eventually. And Joe, well, if well, you're a you guy can, with a mustache, you compared 
me to Jeffrey Dahmer. John Candy's wow. not a bad thing to get compared to. John Candy was very entertaining individual. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's a bad thing. Dahmer wasn't entertaining. They keep on making movies and documentaries about him. He, you know the answer to that, you dick. I don't, don't, don't act like that. Whatever. Let's. Just, let, let, you're the do, you're the Dahmer of podcasting. We can get in. We can get behind this. We've moved past this. This you slice is up year, everybody else's takes. This is a year and a half old. This bit, and we've moved past it, and we're not Cold going to rehash it. Analyst. Shut your mouth. All right, let's talk about Nick Saban. And the news that has happened, I, I feel like it's already been passed. So, like necessarily reacting to the news of him retiring, legendary coach has made massive waves in college football. Uh, I'm loving all the clips that I keep seeing on social media of him, either in press conferences, him in documentaries, whatever it is. It's fun. I love seeing that stuff. Him going at it with Terry and Arnold in practice when they're setting up for drills and all that stuff. That those clips are great. I've seen the must champ clip uh, about a hundred times since he retired. <laughs> I watch it the full way through every time because you just—it's just two madmen losing their minds on the sidelines. And when guys of this much stature are are you know they retire, or if they you know unfortunately pass away, you 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 do get Damn. if you follow if you follow the right people. You get some stories that you haven't well, heard before. A, I'm you sorry, get, you can't put you can't put Saban in, in, in the same sentence as I'm, passing I'm away. Come on, come on, that he come is on. Revered well enough. <laughs> he's not dead. For, for all the fun, I'll tell the people in Alabama that he's Stop not dead. Stop killing Nick Saban. Like you killed I'm Nick not, Saban. We're I gonna remember that. Nick Saban <laughs> killed the 2018 URI football team before that we were just true. getting going. Yeah. But I like I like hearing the stories. I'm, I'm a big sucker for that. So if writers have stories about him or or teammates or players or whatever uh, that that's, that's always something that I appreciate coming to light, but yeah, I don't, I mean, neither of us are Alabama fans. We appreciate college. I think I appreciate what Nick Saban did for the sport. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. He's so weird. I don't know if I was truly a fan of his or not. I don't know. He was one of those guys that like, it was like Tom Brady where every single time your team was facing him or you saw them having success. You're like, okay, this is a little annoying. I'm starting to get sick of it. But now that he's retired, we can appreciate everything that he's done and the way that he's impacted the game and the changes that he's made, the success that he's had all the, again, we're talking about like all the little tidbits and clips and everything about him and how entertaining of a, of a coach he was and same thing with Tom Brady. Like we, we can appreciate it now that he's gone, but when they were a part of the game, yeah, absolutely. We were constantly annoyed with their level of success. It's the rock in the shoe. That's what Brady and Saban always were. Cause you couldn't stop thinking about them. You couldn't, you, you couldn't. Now you finally got the rock out. You can enjoy your walk, but you know, what else are you going to think about? He was just a pillar in college football that you can't keep chat. Mm-hmm. Every year, what? what okay, go do ahead. You remini- do you reminisce about rocks when you take not, them out? Not of your really. Shoe? Not really. I mean, not the rocks in my shoes. I, I really glad, appreciated that rock, rock in, the in shoe my shoe is gone. I'm I'm glad it's gone, and now I can just look at it a part of nature and enjoy it in that facet. You lose me sometimes. Sometimes I, you have some no, really good you analogies. Chose to be lost on that one. You chose to be lost on that one. I don't think anyone was in on that one. <laughs> I think a lot of other coaches are happy that the rock in the shoe was gone. Yes. Now, one coach who is definitely very happy that he's gone, 
It's Kalen DeBoer, who just got the coaching opportunity of a lifetime. You could kind of see that they were working their way down a list. Part of what I heard was, you know, they picked up the phone, made the crazy phone calls, particularly called Kirby. Kirby directs him to Dan Lanning, which is why there was a rumor there. He was not in Tuscaloosa like everybody thought, like that random dipshit local rep- anchor who who made that claim, which is insane. How you like, to, I never get that. If you don't have any notoriety or following, why would you take a shot like that? Because you already dismantled Maybe I'll any start credit. Some shots. Why not? Right. Like, just say whatever yeah, the hell you exactly. want. Just say whatever you want. Like, there's no account. Of, but my point is, is he's got no credit. That guy has no credibility now. And we're never going to remember that guy or care to remember who that guy was. Sure. It moves down from landing to the possibility of Sarkeesian being on the board. He gets an extension. Mike Norvell then jumps up. Florida State has the money to give him an extension. The only guy who was at a school that didn't have enough to come in within striking distance of the money that was he was being offered was Washington and Kalen DeBoer. I think that the rumor was the contract they offered him was going to put him in the top five to 10 of college football coaches. Now that's not within striking distance to say no to the Alabama job. So now here we are. Kalen DeBoer takes over, had a tremendous run, this massive, r- ridiculously quick ascension from being a Sioux Falls coach in yeah. South Dakota and an NAIA program to the offensive coordinator at SIU, the offensive coordinator at Indiana, moves his way up even further to be the Fresno State head coach. Eventually, here he is at Washington, getting them to the college football playoff. This is a guy who is a great in-game coach who does have a lot of question marks. And it opens the question of not so much if he can succeed, I think he will, but is, is Alabama going to be that same unstoppable force that it's been. I don't think that we can really commit to that. And it may take them a while to get back to that conversation. I think Kalen DeBoer is a fantastic coach that knows how to win football games because he had to learn how to win football games at the NAIA that he was coaching at or the JUCO D2, D3, wherever, all the way up to leading at Washington. And he had continued success at Washington. So it seemed like his his system, who he recruits, who he brings in, works. It worked in the Pac-12. Cool. It probably would have. It probably would have worked in the Big Ten. He's going to get eaten alive, picked apart limb by limb in Alabama. He's a robot. All right, come on. He's not. He doesn't have the the Saban ego. You need an ego to coach at Bama. You do. Saban robotic. Weird with the media sometimes, didn't give you anything, but you knew it's because he thought he was the best. DeBoer might think that, but we don't know that. I don't think his ego is enough to handle the SEC. I think that there's reasons why this couldn't work out. I don't think that Kalen DeBoer, this is a very high floor hire, okay? That's the way that I look at this. This is a very, very high floor hire because the guys that he's recruited at Washington are high floor players. He's developed a couple of them into really talented players, but the rest of that roster were just really quality football players that, as we saw in the national championship game, were not good enough to compete against the best. They, they just weren't. They were out, man. They were out physical. They were out strength. They, they just didn't match up across the board, but they were good enough to run the table in the Pac-12 to beat Texas to get as far as they did. I think that ultimately at Alabama, 
he's going to be able to have consistent nine, 10, maybe even 11 win seasons. I, I think that that is absolutely on the table because in terms of, and especially because he's bringing his offensive coordinator, Ryan Grubb with him, that they're offensively going to be really good. And he is a great in-game coach, a phenomenal in-game coach. But we do not have any evidence that he can recruit in the SEC. He has never coached anywhere near the SEC. And on top of that, he's only been at these schools for a couple of years at a time. And the year that he just took Washington to the national championship game, their recruiting class was like in the 30s on most websites. So the recruiting part of this is where I think he hits his wall Maybe he gets up to the 15s, but I don't know if he can get to that out, that Nick Saban level of recruiting that is going to have them in the national championship, SEC championship discussion. And then maybe eventually the frustration kicks in of him not getting over the hump and the fans killing him, then he just makes the jump to the NFL. He seems like a guy that would do that, that would just say, you know what, I'm ready to move on to the next thing because he's already done it a million times. Yeah, it's definitely stepping up to take the money, filling Saban's shoes, and it's going to be thankless no matter who it would have been. And I think really no matter who it would have been, with the exception of maybe like Kirby Smart jumping in, they get eight wins next year. That's how I see you going for Bama. Uh, years after that, they can bally, uh, bounce back, rally, uh, and then put together some teams. But next, uh, whatever their win totals are set at, if it's in double digits, I'm smashing the under. If it's at nine, I'm hitting the under. I don't – I just – I don't think that, and you track it a little bit better than me, uh, but I, I've seen enough movement to know that the portal is going to impact Alabama also. That yeah. guys are, are going to mm. want to get out, get with a program that is not restarting. Especially if you're signing up to play without restarting being an intention. And if Saban had had those doubts last year and he wanted to give it another run and he was uh, you know, express and open uh, about it with the recruits, so be it. That's cool. That's something that wouldn't surprise me. And it also wouldn't surprise me if he didn't say it so he could have a better shot and better players to try to win this one. Regardless, the exodus of players is going to hurt. DeBoer having to deal with just rabid madness in the SEC. I, I really, the fine bomb callers will shake him to the core. And I think you're overestimating how, how much outside noise some of these coaches. I don't think I'm worried about that. I'm not. Well, you're right. About, the flying bomb callers are going to be ridiculous. I'm not worried about DeBoer in game at all. If he gets his team ready to go and they're not going out there, losing their minds, getting a penalty every play, which they won't be under a DeBoer system, uh, then they're going to win some games. But that pressure is crazy. That's a crazy amount of pressure in American sports. And it's less pressure than, I don't know how it's possible for college, Joe, for it to be less pressure following up Belichick in New England in the NFL than it is following Saban in college in the SEC. It's it, The stakes are way higher. How is that possible? Greatest NFL coach of all time. And now he's leaving the, the team that he coached for 20 years, 24 years. And it's just going to be a little, uh, you know, dust in the wind. This is going to be remembered because college football fans don't forget and they label it the so-and-so years. I, you've done it plenty of times with Notre Dame, the so-and-so years. Whoever that coach was, mm-hmm. you, like to, you like to work in eras and not year to year. So the DeBoer era feels like it's going to be a bad one, knowing how it's setting up.
it's it. I don't think I don't think it's fair to say it's going to be a bad one. I think it's going to be. I, I think it's going to be a lot better than you're giving it credit for. You're making it seem like the floor is going to fall out and they're going to be mediocre. I don't think that's yes, on the it table. Will and they will. There is enough money. This isn't Florida that is perennially a mess. You know, this is a program that has a good foundation, and he has Nick Saban to work off of to help him make sure that this transition this transition goes smoothly. Apparently, he's keeping the office now. Is that just for him to use the golf simulator? We'll have to see if there's actually any real impact. I want to talk about though now, Sean, that Washington's next move. As we're recording this, it sounds like Jed Fish is going to be the next coach at Washington. Possibility for something to change by the time that this is posted. Possibility for this to be completely confirmed by the time this is posted. But let's go on the assumption that he's going to be. Matt Zenitz, 24-7 Sports, has tweeted, Jed Fish has started telling people at Arizona that he's accepting the head coach job at Washington. Sources tell Tom Loy and me for 247 Sports, Arizona has a staff meeting set for 4 p.m. Pacific time and a team meeting set for 4.30 per per sources. That is usually the most blatant indication of a guy's leaving, unless it's like, "Hey, everybody, here's ice cream for the for the for the day," which yeah. is not going to happen. Uh, Doesn't he's, not happen. Rex, he's not Rex Ryan. Um, I think that this is a, an amazing rebound, but there is a, a huge caveat that comes with it. I am not surprised that they were able to pull Jed Fish from Arizona. Arizona is in a massive. Massive financial shithole. Yeah. I I, I, I recall problems. I recall reading about it. I don't want to dive too deep in it because I don't completely remember the details off the top of my head. I, I think and it I don't was misallocation of tuition numbers. It, it, it was ba- yeah right. It was basically they had miscalculated their budget and all that stuff because somebody who was tracking it made a mistake and they held a meeting to to indicate that they were in a serious serious hole mm-hmm. and they needed to make you know, rampant decisions to uh, drastic decisions to make those changes, which cutting sports was apparently on the table, probably not going to cut football, but they're not going to be able to counter what Washington is probably offering Jed Fish. Not and a shot. A, historically, a much better football program. They've won national championships. My yeah. only caveat with the Wait one second. My only caveat with this fish is a great coach. He has turned similar vein as DeBoer. Turned a, a program that was bad into a into a conversation starter very quickly. I'm sure that he's going to take Noah Fafita and McMillan with him to Washington, which would spark things even more. But he is a Florida alum. And if Billy Napier gets canned and is on his ass, I would be a little bit worried because a lot of Florida fans are already calling dibs on the guy and saying that he's going to be the next head coach. So I would just be a little bit worried that you bring this guy again and then you get deboard by Florida. So that's my only worry here. Man, the Arizonas get no love, man. The Pac-12 breaks up, you find a home, you have a winning year, and then some accounting errors. It's just well. Wait, f oh, them. Yeah. They were one of the people who caused the demise of the Pac-12. So f them. They were one of the I first gotcha. people to start this. I know, I know, but there's no love there, man. They're splitting conferences, and the Pac-12 can't stop eating each other. It hasn't. They haven't even played in the new conferences yet, and there's already sabotage and hurt feelings in a conference that expired last August. 
I can't believe they let it go. Why would you let this madness go? You have a contained ball of entertainment on the West Coast. They'll they'll make a run every couple years and make it really interesting. One team will. Other than that, you just have batshit and cra- uh, crazy football, coaches moving, always a good feeder system for other uh, other places. See, Kalen DeBoer to Alabama. And you let it collapse because some goofballs didn't know what they're doing. And now we got uh, uh, all the realignment. Jed going from Arizona, who a lot of people were impressed by, to Washington is just rich getting richer. Another example of what the hell is going on in college football. If you wonder what's happening and you're uninformed, coach leaves a good program, more money, more stability. Not something we all wouldn't do, but God, you think the Arizona fans can't get a break. They can't. They can't. Eh, don't worry about this. What are okay. they going to get? They'll be fine. They're not no, a good they football won't. program. No, they're not. No, no they they're, won't. He was going to be gone no matter what. So he forget. was building a Mizzou-esque team there. He was building a Mizzou that could keep it feisty. That's what I cared about. Okay. From the Washington angle, what are your thoughts on the Washington angle? Because, like, I really don't give a damn about Arizona. I really don't. Washington being good is That's, way more important for oh football God. than Arizona being. They they couldn't. We have keep, different priorities. They couldn't keep rushing who was one of the top edge recruits a five-star who committed to arizona they couldn't keep him committed because oregon came and plucked the kid so they weren't going to be good jed fish was going to be gone he was going to go somewhere anyways after this year it was fun for a little bit it was a little fun why do you hate the fun why are you hating the fun because i'd rather washington be good because washington being a good football program is good for college football they have been historically a very good football team they've won national championships i remember the jake jake locker era when when he was the start, starting quarterback there even though that man hated football he was he shit on notre dame a couple of times and i remember that and it no, pisses me yeah. off still but <laughs> they have done some amazing stuff at washington and i think that their ceiling for what they can do in the big 10 is very very high I'd rather they be good than Arizona. I could give two shits about Arizona. Oh, God, no. I, that's complete opposite of me. Washington reached their ceiling this year. That's their ceiling. Go to the national championship, what? lose it, piss down the side of your leg. I'm finally at this where I'm bitter at them for making me look bad. You're out of your I'm goddamn finally, mind. I'm, I'm, no, no, no. I'm just, these are my stages. I'm finally bitter, and I'll be bitter against Washington. I like Arizona being good, and I know it's better for college football if Washington's good, but it's most important if Alabama's good. So that's where it's all hinging on the board. I like it when B-tier teams play hard against the A-tier teams. Arizona was a team that did that. Mizzou is a team that does that. I see a lot of Arizona and what they could have been in what Mizzou was this year. These are the teams that I like. That's my pocket, Joe. That's my pocket. And I, maybe I haven't been clear to you up until now that that's where I like I like resting and seeing who's really who really deserves okay. to be there. Do you have any thoughts on what this means for Washington? Or are you just going to keep hammering home the Arizona stuff where I'm just going to move on? <laughs> Dumbass. I told you Washington doesn't move the needle for me, but it helps them to not go into total free fall after you lose your head coach and to get a solid guy in there that knows how to ro- run a program. It's not going to be panic mode because you hear this, your locker room got, we were both in the locker room. 
this is a panic. Everyone's calling their moms. Everyone's calling uh, their dads. Everyone's calling whoever they can to see what the best move is if. And Washington stopped a lot of those ifs from happening by getting a good coach in there today. Because going in Monday with a bunch of question marks after the holiday weekend, bad scene. It was good to get it locked up today as soon as possible. And I think they got a, a very good coach. Jed Fish is a is a good coach. He's going to bring some stability after a crazy week. He's a New Jersey guy, by the way. So I'm a big Jed Fish fan. It's from the town over. It's from Livingston, New Jersey. So um, let's not get that. I saw that there. town over. I saw that. Yeah, hey, shut your goddamn mouth. Shut it up. Uh, last thing, I just want a uh, random other thought uh, before we close out. Um, I sent Sean this tweet the other day, and I wanted to talk about it. So it was at China from China on Twitter posted a screenshot. He was playing the wreck in NBA 2K. So for anyone who doesn't know what that is, you have your my player that you've created, you've built up, you go online, you play with your buddies, and you play against other teams. Usually, for anyone who has played this, you're playing a bunch against uh, a bunch of slappies. Slappies. There's usually, there's, usually, Central. there's usually just like one really good guy that's on the other team that will drop 40 on you. But for the most part, it is the most discombobulated group of individuals because everyone's just trying to get the ball and shoot. It is the it, it, it's like if you're playing, it, it's unlike anything that you'll ever experience. Everyone is just trying to get the ball and shoot it, and they will take some of the worst shots that you'll ever see, some of the worst players. It ruins the experience. This individual, though, shares that a screen grab of the New York Giants, they played against a team on the rec league that was all of the New York Giants players, which kind of stupid on their part that they didn't bother to like, hey, here's our gamer tabs, all tags. All their names were Wondell Robinson, Dexter Lawrence, Xavier McKinney, one was Shad to Rob, but like I was trying to think who I want to look at the Giants roster. As a- Sensei five two live is that Thibodeau or Th- Thibodeau <laughs> has to be right five. Doesn't he wear five? Yeah, and his my player kind of looks like uh, kind of looks it's, like Thibodeau. Uh, what Who's are you doing? Shad- Why are you giving Who's this out to gamers? Who is Shad though? Wait, let me. I want to look at who's like got name Rashad on the Giants. I'm trying to think, but I, I, this is yeah. this is just hilarious though. That like to and they got their asses kicked though. That was the that was the funniest part to to run into the Giants and to have to play them in a video game was was pretty funny. It's always a weird thing with dudes. You at times if you're not in game chat, you you wonder who you're playing, and then it, it, I always was under the impression that I was playing famous people or celebrities but they had crazy gamer tags like everybody else. So yeah. they weren't getting party requests or friend requests or their IP addresses are known or their, <laughs> their address is known because gamers are crazy people that have that information available to them to figure out going on a video on 2k with your real name attached to your own internet is more dangerous than posting your debit card information to Twitter. It's more dangerous. They're gonna get into. They're gonna get to you. I, I can't believe the Giants players are just doing it. But I also like it that they're just some bros. Oh, yeah, it's a good. It's a good bit. That, that yeah. hey, my name's Xavier McKinley. I, I'm playing with my boy, my boy Dexter Lawrence, and you're playing the New York Giants, baby. Buckle it the fuck up. I like that. <laughs> that they're just locked in, and they got the 2K crew because teams have golfing crews, and they got party crew, and all that. I like that the Giants have their gaming crew. And they're not scared of letting people know that you're playing the million dollar men. 
I, I also don't think a lot of people that didn't play college football and beyond like really know that this is this is common. There's always like a group yeah. of ten guys that play two K together and they play on the rec league. Like I used to, I used to be one of those people that would play with the group of guys that would play you on play the rec. With everybody. Play on the, oh yeah, I used oh, to. It, it, nobody games like athletes. It, there, yeah. There's nobody that games like football players. Cause they don't like going to class, and then they also don't like doing their homework. So with that, and time, they don't like getting up and moving for the most part after <laughs> practice. So it's so, so everyone, and then Joe couldn't have been more like more popular when Two K was getting discussed because I, I was the only I was the center. Yeah, I was the only one. But the and I was talking to Montana about this, who was one of our teammates. We were talking about this randomly yesterday, which is which is funny. We're talking about this right now everyone would text me and try to get me to play with them because I didn't care if I scored and I just tried to get like 20 rebounds and I would just pass the ball out. That was unheard of because there were other guys that played big men that would like, I remember like Jawan had like a three point shooting power forward. I'm like, that's, that's useless. That's absolutely useless. He's got short stubby arms and you're trying to take all these three pointers that doesn't do anything for me. No, man, I'm I'm gonna go clean up. I'm gonna go be a team player. Uh, I, yeah, I I, I I miss that. I miss that experience. That was if, that was fun. If you think that any of these dudes on any of these college teams right now they're in winter conditioning or they're just getting back to it, if you think they're not gaming their faces off right now, mm. then you're out of your mind. Because all there is to do is work out and eat and game your face off with your team. We need to. Um, Maybe it'd be like a really fun idea to I like I don't know how to how to like go about this, but to incentivize all of the college teams, because again, there are going to be 10 to 20 guys on each team that play 2K this religiously, that you could put together some type of an online league okay. of just college teams. That would be fun, but I don't know how to how, how that would be easy to coordinate. I tell you Probably what, get good viewership on it. I bet they would. I've been doing some <laughs> You kind of just end up finding more. Okay, this is. I've been playing a good amount of Call of Duty lately, and it hasn't been multiplayer. It's it's been private matches though, and we'll play with people, and we'll we'll just basically we've expanded our group of who we would play privates against from like eight dudes to now we got like twenty two dudes that could be ready to go and play privates instead of multiplayer nonsense. So the network possibility is there. But there needs to be some there. Everybody needs to know at least like three of the people at the top. Like it has there. There has to be a good base for the for the roots to go out to to get all the other dudes. This is why Man. satellite camps should have never been canceled. This is this is the that's why they took it away, Joe. So we couldn't all game with each other. Satellite camp. What do you mean? The satellite camps. The the for football. Oh. Where, where come see this, come see Harbaugh, come see everybody, and then right, everybody's right. paying fifty bucks. I went to a satellite camp. I think Harbaugh was there. It was at ODU. Well, Harbaugh came to came to Rody. He did for, do one at Rody. He did. Yeah, I still was completely blown away. We'll, we'll wrap after this. I was completely blown away that all of these kids came out to see Harbaugh, and they all came out to hear him say something like something motivational or like like Hey, if you do this and this and this, maybe you could reach." the big 10 you can play in the big 10 his only words to these kids were hey don't get hurt and then he passed it on to coach Flem. i've never been so dumbfounded 
I, I was com- like completely. Is that mouth true? Agape. Well, I've never yes. heard that. I've never heard at the Rhode yes. Island. Club? Uh, yeah, I ran the specialist stuff for that camp. Did and... you really get locked into running that? Oh my god! Oh, I did. I was. That was uh, my boy Donato was there. He got offered a scholarship oh. afterwards. <laughs> yeah, my, but we were getting ready to do it, and everybody warmed up, and that was all he said. This is bullshit, whole... man. There were like 150 kids there. Don't no, get hurt. No program has ever put more long snappers on scholarship than Rhode Island and, le- and had more offensive hey, linemen on scholarship drop out or have to De- leave. Donato's going to the league. So don't, you know, don't act like. De- De- I have like on good authority. I put him in touch with agents already. He's going, he, he is, he's gotten, he's the only kid What's that scouts that coming big, man? Nothing. Cause I'm just being a good person. I, why would I get a cut of that? That's not how that works. Sure, man. Agents never get a cut. Middlemen never get a little. Uh, never get a little help. What is he taking? A little the, bit. Was he taking to the draft? No. You know what? I bet the Commanders draft them because they draft yeah. long snappers ab- uh, ahead of all pro Trey it, Smith. Cheeseman's garbage. All right, Cheeseman let's stinks. I heard he's a weirdo. All right, at Jody Leon at Sanderson Radio, folks. Enjoy the rest of your week. We'll be back with more. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.